Twilight Slumber Party is a Cage Club Network production. For all things Cage Club related, head on over to cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Why, you have so much music. What are you listening to? All on the floor just like an ocean Building up your fortress like a mountain Need to see what causing the commotion Like a summer party Rolling on my ear like I We ain't gonna sleep tonight Oh baby, rolling on my ear like I We ain't gonna sleep tonight We got them candles burning Should I open this episode, Kate, like everyone is opening their The Batman episodes when it has to do with our pets? Do you know what everyone's saying? No, you know, of course do you know not. The line? They're, they're saying, I guess vampires really do turn into bats. Oh my God. Seriously? <laughs> like, come on. Maybe the first person who came up with it thought it was clever, but come on. <laughs> but it's applicable for us. And that's why today... Uh, we are talking the Batman. This is not a deep dive, people. If you want a deep dive, go to some other comic <laughs> book <us>. podcast. <laughs> you're, you, your Googling has gravely misled you if you're looking for that. <laughs> we just wanted to come on and just acknowledge this cultural moment because one of our guys. The guy. The guy is the Batman. And it's a really, really big deal, whether you like the movie or not. And you'll find out. Listeners, uh, which one of us did and which one of us didn't <laughs> today. But anybody who knows this series already knows. But again, it's just something we need to celebrate the fact that our pets, Robert Pattinson, our guy is the Batman. Woo! It's a moment. I mean, he's now replaced Adam West as my favorite Batman. Well, that's good at least. I'm happy to hear that. It's a very very low threshold. We have to uh, rank Batmans later. That's a good idea. Let me put that in the notes. Well, we also have to give everybody a guide. So a new Arpats fan, how are they going to digest Twilight? Because obviously they're all, they're comic book nerds. So clearly they're completists. So I feel like we need to give them a broad <laughs> overview of Twilight as well. I don't know how, yeah, it's going to have to be broad. <laughs> if you want a broad overview of Twilight or a less broad Five overview. hours later and we're just getting to New Moon. <laughs> yes, listen, listen to all our previous episodes. By the way, I'm Brian Rodriguez. The other voice you're hearing is Kate Hudson. Not that one. Yes, not that one. Not that Kate Hudson. Ooh, that would have been, even though you have a great Twitter handle because you're an early adopter, if mm-hmm. you could fit a not that Kate Hudson as a handle, that's a cool one too. Oh, I'm sure that's already taken. It's not like Kate Hudson is such like a rare combination of two very common names. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> that's, that's why I have an official personal Twitter and I'm a late adopter and I couldn't find anything. So I picked something stupid. But <laughs> I, I think I gave you some really bad options too. Yeah. I mean, I have a very common last name as well. But normally you're used to hearing us on Twilight Forever High School Slumber Party. Yes, this is technically still now in the High School Slumber Party feed, though it will be moved to a new feed. But we're trying something new. I consider today like the soft lunch of our... Soft lunch. I'm hungry too. It's fine. (laughs) The soft launch of our Twilight Slumber Party. Because you know what? We talk so much Twilight. And I know vampires don't sleep. So we're going to be up, up all night talking Twilight. And... We needed to move into our own apartment. We needed to move out of uh, mommy and daddy's house because we can't just talk high school films anymore, right? There's so much other lore here, and everyone has a Twilight podcast now, but I feel like we were doing it a little bit before everyone else. Oh, for sure. Well, and also, how many of them eat, sleep, and breathe Twilight the way we do? Uh, Not many. I think there's a lot of posers. Well, I I didn't originally, so if you're listening for the first time, Kate got me into it. I was skeptical. <laughs> and and now I'm all in. It's just so fun. So 
We're happy to be here uh, with you. And so just a preview of what's to come in the coming weeks and months as we get this underway. We're going to have a separate feed for Twilight Slumber Party. It's going to have a lot of cool stuff like, well, one, Kate, you're officially a co-host. We're, we are now... Yep. Yep. So yeah. now, now when I show up drunk, I'll be unprofessional and not just a belligerent guest. <laughs> yeah, it won't it won't be as endearing. It'll be like, come on, Katie. <laughs> I know, especially <laughs> when people realize I'm not 20 years old. <laughs> Get it together, Kate. I can't. <laughs> I don't know if I caught it on the recording or not, but right when we started, you mentioned that you're either in a state of drunkenness or hungoverness, and it's a vicious cycle. <laughs> day I wake up, I'm like, I'm going to seize life by like the whatever. And every day it ends with me wasted looking at Etsy at 2 a.m. for like haunted dolls. <laughs> it's just like, I, it's either amazing or deeply sad. And I don't know which, but I am now a co-host on a Twilight podcast. So I think I know which way that that's turning. Not, I mean, yes, because it's our Twilight podcast, but just a little side note, I, I tried to listen to some other deep dive because I wasn't taking notes when I saw the Batman, so I wanted just people to remind me of what happened. Nothing Again, this is not a deep dive, but just like, oh yeah, that. And then I forgot whose show I was listening to, um, and they their deep dive was like three hours long, and I couldn't. Oh, Jesus! But it was like a highly... Oh God, I'm so bad. I'll look it up and maybe insert it later into this episode, but it was like a highly listened to podcast, and... One of the hosts was an ex pajiba writer, and I'm like, Kate, that's you too, but you're with me instead, so thank you. <laughs> Who was it? Oh, I'll look it up. Was Let it me... Brian? I it was no, Brian. no, it was a girl. Huh. It might have been pre-your time at Pajiba. I mean, all I can tell you, spoilers, <laughs> I was drunk for the Batman. <laughs> well, that's not surprising. Like, I was, I was high on life and white claws. Well, we'll talk about our experience, but uh, just... In terms of what we're going to be doing going forward here, like I said, Kate, you're the co-host now, so half the load, presumably. (laughs) Um, Keep building this metaphor out. I want to see where it goes. I'm looking forward to it because we're going to be able to talk non-high school films. So yes, we're going to continue to talk Twilight. We're going to look at those films, though, in a different lens. We're going to do some different things with those. We're going to talk other vampire movies. They don't just have to be high school vampire movies. The lore of vampire films and TV shows are just amazing. And I can't wait to get into it. And there's so many, so many. Just wait till I tell you about how the time I broke into the uh, Sunnydale uh, library and I was sober. See, when you're sober, you just do crime. So maybe you need to be drunk. (laughs) Right? No, I do crimes (laughs) drunk too. I just forget about them. (laughs) Um, We're also going to talk films that star uh, Twilight actors. Like we already did Abduction on High School Slumber Party with Taylor Lautner. Wait till we do the Carney movie, because I was a Carney. Lots of stories. There you go, you know. And now that uh, R. Pats and Case do are firmly A-listers, not that they weren't, but like now auteur people like them too. We'll get yes. into that. But probably we're going to have a lot to talk about there. But we're also, we're not abandoning Twilight, because we're going to do some character. Never. Never. We're going to do some character case studies. We're going to do some deep dives into the music. And who knows, we might get an interview or two along the way maybe we'll convince uh, mike newton to come on the podcast who knows let's hope let's hope mike (laughs) if you're out there come on (laughs) so looking forward to that so this is more of a soft launch we're not going to play all the games we usually play but we're going to have some fun and we're going to talk about the batman so kate first before we get into anything before we maybe let some batman fans know what they need to know about twilight (laughs) twilight fans know what they need to know about batman seeing these worlds collide what was your experience watching The Batman? It was real long, real long. Did you and see it alone? Of course not. I went with my friend who was also drunk. <laughs> <laughs> we were Waldorf and Sattler. We Neither of us liked it. We're bo- Here's the thing. that It would have been a tight movie at an hour and 40 minutes. But just watching The Batman do his daily Sudoku and everyone be like, whoa, man, he knows riddles. That's <laughs> like... It was too much for me, and it's best summed up for when I went to go get my second White Claw halfway through the movie, and I was loudly bitching about the movie to the girl 
and she's the only woman working. And I said, if you have our pats in a movie, why are you covering up his face so much? Because he's the Batman. Right? Like, okay, but I've seen basically every fucking Batman movie. Plus, I grew up on the Adam West show, like the Adam West Batman on like Disney Channel. He wasn't in it all the time. No, you're right. We got a lot more Batman than Bruce Wayne in this one. You know, I definitely want to talk about that. So I really enjoyed the film. I'm not a big Batman guy. I'm not a big uh, DC comic guy necessarily. I'm not a comic guy, really. Like maybe when I was kid, a kid, I dabbled. But when you say comic guy on a podcast today, you got to yeah. be really a comic guy, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. You got to be able to cite things. And I can't oh, cite God. one of them, you know? <laughs> what was that kind of time? <laughs> a lot of people. We, we podcast about Twilight, so we really can't say that. Have they tried drinking, though? Because that <laughs> took a lot of time. <laughs> um, me, me and my wife went to see it, uh, had a good time. I will agree with you that I do think it was a little too long. I thought the first two acts were awesome. But I can't, I can't lie and say that that third act started dragging and I was like theoretically looking at my watch that I wasn't wearing. Do you, you like know? when he became Jesus at the end and like cut the rope and baptized himself? I did. You know why? And I, I'll tell you this. I'm going to credit you for me liking this movie so much. I was rooting so hard for our pats the entire time. This is where you and me are different with the haters. And I've noticed this. You're you're a fuck the haters person. I like proving the haters wrong. Like I was sitting there and, and seeing like, see, even though I was, I'll, we'll get into it. I was in the original anti Arpats chorus before I was into the Twilight thing. Oh, right? well, that that's why. But once I saw Twilight and understood who he was, and just also, I'm not going to just say Robert Pattinson, the Edward of it all. I saw a lot of Edward come out in this Batman character. Oh, for sure. And it just made me so excited. I felt like I was watching like an alternate Edward <laughs> universe. <laughs> and I loved it. So I'm a I love Michael Keaton. Like he's one of my favorite actors. Really? Uh, so yeah, so I'll rank Batman's later, but I'll tell you what, Robert Pattinson, he really, really I think brought it here. He was himself, let's be honest. I also feel like this is Robert Pattinson. Does that make sense? Oh, no, for sure. Well, here's what I appreciate about the Batman, even though it was literally like an hour and 20 minutes too long. They, they didn't show them killing his parents again. I really appreciate that. Like, we get it. How many times have I yes. seen the Waynes die outside of that damn theater? Absolutely. Absolutely. They, they were able to do somewhat of an origin story without actually doing that same origin story. You're so oh, right with sure. that. But I did, they did the same. I, so this is a pet peeve of mine. And I know I'm in the minority. So we're going to give the, the haters some fuel. But I fucking hate it when comic book movies go wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Like at the end when it's clearly the Joker. They're like, oh, do we have to fucking do this? And by the way, I hated the Riddler. What a dork. Give me Jim Carrey. <laughs> I like Paul Dano. I like that he's a dork because that guy scares me. Oh, it's just incels. It was just a bunch of dorks on Reddit with guns. Like, that's my life already. I'm a woman on the internet. I'm used to them. But isn't that a real threat? Like, that's why I like Paul Dano in this. Like, he felt like someone I would legitimately be afraid of more than Jim Carrey. I'm not afraid of Jim Carrey. I'm sorry. Well, you should be. Jim Carrey's everywhere. (laughs) I think if you're going to tell a story about incels, maybe a white guy should not be the one to write it and direct it. Because they're not really a real threat to him. Fair, fair, but di- I digress there. Are we because <laughs> Robert Pattinson, from everything we've read, from everything we've heard about him, is such an interesting, mysterious character who, you know, is almost as reclusive as Bruce Wayne at times. Oh, really? Right, like because he's like microwaving shit for himself, and you know, I think he's a deep. He comes across as a deeply depressed, deeply chaotic person. <laughs> And it does not Batman. I guess that's right. I mean, I guess the one thing is that he doesn't seem like he has the energy to become Batman. That's what was the most surprising. Because we saw in Twilight, not that he would mail it in, because I think he's a good actor, but he certainly would mail it in with certain things, right? When, when Taylor Lautner was getting jacked, he's having them airbrush abs pink. <laughs> because he's depressed. A depressed person can't get in shape. But I... I'm sorry. I think in 2022, 
a depressed Batman is something I connected with. So in all the other films, not all of them, but a lot of the other films, we get a Playboy Bruce Wayne. And I was worried that we were going to get a Playboy R. Pats because I can't jive with that. It doesn't feel real. No, he's that's not him. Exactly. But we got like this emo. Sad, depressed weirdo. Sad, depressed weirdo Batman. And I loved it. I loved. And again, criticism of the movie I th- that you have, I think, are all fair. But in terms of Pattinson as Batman, I am so hyped for this. I've never wanted to see more of the Batman character than I have right now. And it's completely, completely because of Robert Pattinson. And this sounds so fucked up, but I was going to say Robert Pattinson and his depression. No, I mean, it's... I mean, all great art stems from depression. I just think that he should have been in it more. I did like his inexplicable just riddle solving you're like really come on like this is obtuse no one's gonna get it hey this is a this is a wordle generation it was just you know the other bone i have to pick and i don't want to get too far off topic if you have colin farrell who is a beautiful (laughs) man no we'll talk colin farrell you don't do that to colin farrell i thought he was great right but i'm with you like i don't know why right (laughs) Like Danny DeVito, like God intended. Like no one's gonna remember he already played the role. <laughs> They're just like, hey, who should play the penguin? Oh, that that handsome Irish dude. Like, come on, you don't do that. That so this is this is my problem. This is how you clearly know a man fucking did this movie. Is that our Pat's beautiful face is covered up for like eighty five percent of the goddamn movie as the Batman because we don't have Bruce Wayne and. You do that to Colin Farrell, too. Oh, but then we see uh, Zoe Kravitz, who is gorgeous, just fucking half naked all the time. I mean, men, I enjoyed men, it. Men, of course. It's for you. When is a woman <laughs> going to be able when is a woman gonna do a superhero movie other than The Eternals, which was amazing because it's essentially about a partial birth abortion? <laughs> We've had women directors on Wonder Woman and... Uh, some other Marvel stuff that I can't name right now. I think Captain Marvel. When do we do it for the Batman, though? Give me Captain Hardwick. I think you're right in a sense that we haven't had too many women directors direct the classic male characters, right? They almost feel sacrilege to the nerds. So I, I'm not against anything you're saying. And also, I can see better in blue than dark black. <laughs> Captain <laughs> Hardwick. Dark, man. So yeah, Catherine Hardwick, the director of the first Twilight film. I don't know. I like Catherine Hardwick, but the more I've talked about that film with people, the more they're bothered by the shakiness of the camera in, in the first Twilight. Another topic for another day, but give her a superhero film for sure. No, give her the Batman. Give give her the Batman. I, I can't really name any other women. Catherine Bigelow, the Batman. Only Catherines can direct. Yeah, yeah, it's a Catherine-only club. I just think it's more interesting to have a woman do the Batman. And I think our paths would be interested in working with a woman doing that. Oh, I think that's definitely true. At a certain point, a white guy has said all he can say about the Batman. Give these characters over to people who don't necessarily use them as their ciphers for their lack of penis size. You know? <laughs> All I'm saying. So you brought up you brought up Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. I, I want to talk about this because our Pats, Batman and Catwoman. There's obviously some tension here. Do you think that they made a plausible? Not they weren't a couple. You know what I mean. But they were romantic foils, if you will. Do you, Do you think that was plausible? I didn't see the chemistry that everyone else saw. People are raving about the chemistry, but was it our Pats case do chemistry? No, no. I listen. I think Zoe Kravitz is one of the most gorgeous women working in Hollywood. Like, just beautiful. I just didn't see the chemistry there, and she didn't like. She didn't have much to do. She was just walking around, skin tight suits, being mad at her dad. That's sorry. <laughs> I'm going to delete that comment. I was going to say. <laughs> just what? Like, you're getting on the soapbox. I don't want to get on the same soapbox. I was going to say, isn't that what women do, according to nerdy white men directors? But No, that's amazing. You should keep that in. That's fine. That's not my soapbox to get on. But (laughs) I mean, listen, she's beautiful. I think I liked Anne Hathaway better as Catwoman because she at least, like, stole shit. She committed crimes. I would have liked to have seen more of her. Yeah, but do we really need more of the movie? No. No. How was it so long? 
I'm a big, yeah, I don't know, but I'm a big Zoe Kravitz fan. I think she did a really good job. You're right. Like, you know, on High School Slumber Party, we have an award of like a uh, Wooderson Award, a character you would like to see more of. I would like like more of her stealing shit. But just back to the Anne Hathaway thing, like hot take, the more I watch the Christopher Nolan Batmans, the more I'm not that into that. Look, Heath Ledger is amazing as the Joker. Don't that get me wrong. overly long too. It hardly, ha- yeah, and it hardly has Batman in that one. You know, that's like more of a, I was gonna say fun Heath Ledger story. I don't know if it's like fun. But... No, I'm not sure it's fun. I mean, look, it's better than Bane. That blue. Bane is the worst. I remember at the time it was an unpopular opinion. And I wasn't like, this movie's trash. But I'm like, I do not like Bane. I have no interest in this guy. It's not impressive to me. My friend was like, oh, no, he's really cool. Bane in the freaking comics is a Mexican luchador and... We get room for one Latin character in this fucking series, and you you make him Tom Hardy. I know. Which, I'm not anti-Tom Hardy, but it's just like, oh, you know, the stupid-ass voice. Oh, it's so fucking... You know the thing I hate about that movie, too, is how that asshole somehow gets from, like, Nepal to, like, (laughs) Gotham City in 12 hours, and, like, that's not feasible. Don't lie to me. Speaking of Gotham City, I liked Gotham City in this, The Batman. It matched our past's emo personality, right? You like Chicago? You like Chicago? They, oh, they shot it in another city that you lived in as well. LA, DC. London as well, and some a lot of British locations. They put yeah. a good amount of different cities together where it felt like a real city. In other Batman movies, it's just like... Have you seen the uh, Snyder 9 million versions of the Affleck Batmans? I've only seen the Snyder cut. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not... I'm not really into those, to be honest with you. I think that's like, that's too inside baseball for me. Everyone says this is like, oh, this was like so close to the comics. But I didn't have to subscribe to a million things to watch this movie. Like the Snyder shit, I feel like I need to subscribe to a million things. Much like an MCU film. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's just like the, and I don't know how to say this. It was too long. I'm going to keep harping on that. And then the clever moments weren't that clever. Like, oh, it's a flying rat. Oh, it's a stool pigeon. Oh, it's a penguin. Oh, wordplay. It's just like, come on. Can you respect your audience a little bit more? I agree with you there, but it also didn't bother me because I know our paths from a world where arguably (laughs) (laughs) the audience is respected even less. (laughs) I disagree. I think that with Twilight... Here's the difference. You haven't read the source material. It is very true to the source material. <laughs> Fair enough, but it's still there. Maybe this is true to the comic source material. I don't know. Really? I don't know is what I'm saying. So it's just my pet peeve. I'm always the hater on these movies and they never get as good at uh, listening because they're like, why is she shitting on it? <laughs> it's just, I just hate how the default movies for, and this actually just came up on Twitter in the past week. Movies geared towards white men are for everybody. Movies geared towards anybody not for a white man are niche. And it's just like, come on, man. I'm not defending it at all. And anyone who knows me knows I would not defend that point. But isn't that just world history? Yes, exactly. But it's 2022. Make something different. Ben Affleck just stepped down from Batman, what, like four years ago? Yeah, yeah. But again, I'm not going to complain because... People are now on board the Robert Pattinson train. Well, if you didn't love him at his Twilight, you don't deserve him at his Batman. See, and I, I respect your point, and I knew you were going to go there. And this is just this is just where you and I differ, right? Like, I'm the kid in class who, and to be fair, like with other stuff in my life, like sports and things like that, I'm usually with you. I'm like, fuck, I don't want you rooting for my team now that they're good, you know? Excuse me, he was always good. Okay, okay. But I'm comparing it to a sports team. <laughs> but for whatever reason right now, since I was late to the game, I'm more like, see, I told you. Thank you for acknowledging that this could work and did work. So I appreciate it. But you don't want these people on the bandwagon. You, you'd well, rather kick them off. Well, yeah, because let's be really honest who these people are. They're men who shit on Twilight and thought they were too good for it rather than engaging with it. But now that he's Batman, they're like, oh, okay, I guess Twilight's not that bad. It's just that it's the thing we all, well, I always talk about with Twilight because it's for girls that get shit on. And yeah, there's a lot to shit on with Twilight. But the thing that the people who shit on it never seemed to understand was we were 
all in on the joke, except for a very few people. And we just respected them for truly believing in this. And even if you want to call it a joke, I was thinking about this. You cannot, like, let's think of every comic book movie that has ever been made. Twilight is not the five worst of those, you know? Like, if if Twilight was a comic, no, you know what I mean? But we have so much, I'm saying we as a society, not necessarily me and you. We have so much, like, um, forgiveness and reverence for these comic books. And when it comes to, and this is where you're 100% right, when it comes to these YA novels written by women, largely for women, people are just like, fuck that, you know? Yeah, not people, not people. (laughs) I'm gonna, I'm gonna hurt, it's white guys, (laughs) who everything is for. So it's like, they can't let us have one fucking thing. Just to play, not devil's advocate with you, but just devil's advocate in general. It's funny. To play the glory, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a Twilight podcast, after all. Fair. It's silly that the vampires go in the light and sparkle, but it's not silly <laughs> so it's so that the doctor with gamma rays gets angry and turns into a green beast but keeps his shorts on, you know? Well, in Twilight, the shorts would come off, remember? Because that's, True. at least we have some verisimilitude. <laughs> well, I don't know. Don't the wolf boys keep their their shorts on when they turn back? No. they. Well, in the books, they tie them to their legs. Oh, because so of the movie. <laughs> I mean, it's a little bit of color there. <laughs> so once again, a reminder, this is not a, the Batman deep dive. This is just me and Kate riffing and trying to inform you people of the relation here. Let's not ignore. Let's not ignore the Twilight roots of the Batman here. But I do want to apologize to Robert Pattinson publicly. I remember when Twilight was hot. I was one of those haters, never thinking that Robert Pattinson should be in anything else. There was rumors that he might be the next Indiana Jones. And oh, I, yeah. <laughs> you remember that? No, but he would be such a sad, depressed Indiana Jones. He'd be so good. Yeah, I was so anti that. I'm like, no, that's a sacred character. I didn't say those words, but you know what I mean? I was like, no, I don't want to see that. Now I want to see it. <laughs> Right? Like he would just be like sad and depressed and he would get flustered and he would definitely not know how to use his whip. He'd oh, be definitely not. Shia LaBeouf who like and don't we get Chris Pratt now? You should have kept your mouth shut because guess what? Pattinson is always better than Chris Pratt. <laughs> you know this. And I'm being like if anyone thinks I'm being sarcastic, I'm not. Like I sincerely love Robert Pattinson right now. And I think that this Batman role was perfect for him and he was perfect for the role. And if, again, if you're going to have sad, depressive, emo Batman, and it makes sense, he's a oh poor little rich orphan and his parents died, you know what I mean? Robert Pattinson's perfect for that. So give me more of the Batmans. I know you probably want less of the Batmans, but I want more of them. I just think it will take away from him to doing like truly bonkers things. Oh, but we know, we know our guy, our pets. He will find time for the bonkers. He will always find time for it. All I want is for him and Case Stu in their 30s to go back to being Edward and Bella for Midnight Sun and no explanation given. (laughs) I just want to lean into that bullshit so much. I mean, that would be so good for the pod, but that would be a dream, a dream. So... This was your idea, Kate. So what do you what do Twilight fans need to know about the Batman? What do maybe the Batman fans need to know about Twilight? Well, here's the thing. Twilight fans already saw the Batman. I know my people. We were all there. It, it's going to be a rare Twihard who didn't go to the theater. And if they didn't go to the theater, it's because of COVID. Fair enough. And that's or right. house arrest, which fair enough as well. <laughs> uh, for the Batman people. Maybe they want to look into Twilight again. And I, you know, I'm here to tell you guys, go in with an open heart and an inebriated soul and understand that your boy is not going to be a new moon. So you're going to have a hard time. You're probably going to like Eclipse the best. And I think you're going to learn something in the process, which is maybe things for girls aren't that terrible if you can get over yourself. Yeah, don't, if you're a the Batman fan out there and you're curious to dip your toe in the Twilight world, I can tell you from personal experience, don't be afraid. Embrace it. Let it rush over you. Like Let a calm. it smother you. Yeah, <laughs> or smother you. Don't fight it. Don't fight it. And you're going to see a lot of similarities 
between the Arpats Batman and Edward Cullen. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> also, also, I was trying to think of these similarities. They're both sons, if you will, of rich people, right? Like mm-hmm. Edward has a lot of brothers and sisters and Bruce Wayne is an orphan, but he's not living with his real parents. You know nope. what I mean? I have a question for you about this. Sure. Do you think Bruce Wayne is a virgin? Honestly, this was going to be my next point. And not necessarily <laughs> the virginity, but <laughs> Edward Cullen is trapped as what? A 19-year-old? 18-year-old? 17! 17-year-old. Okay. He's trapped as a 17-year-old, right? Didn't you feel like this version of Bruce Wayne, because his parents died when he was young, was also a little bit trapped in his youth form and was possibly also a virgin? Yes! I Listen... The, the fact against him being a virgin is that he was a horny teenage billionaire. So, but then again, he has no healthy coping skills to the point where he just pretends to be a bat at night and fight people. So I don't know. I think that's what kids do. You know what I mean? I, I really, don't know. I believe this Bruce Wayne and they kind of allude to it in the film, to the film's credit, that he's kind of stunted in his growth as a man, you know, similar to Edward in a sense, who is, Maybe a little bit more mature, but also stuck as a 17-year-old. So I saw that similarity while watching it. I was so excited about it. Yeah, I think I think he could be a virgin. I think I don't think that it's likely Bruce Wayne is a virgin in this iteration, but I think he could be a virgin. Even if he's not, what would you say the like over-under for the amount of times he's had sex in his life? Oh, less than 10. Definitely. Single digit. That's not a diss to anyone listening, you know, but we're just comparing it to the Edward character who is a virgin. But do we also think he masturbates furiously <laughs> while wearing his Batman cowl? <laughs> I I didn't think about that. I know that's a frequent question that you've asked on our Twilight series about Edward Cullen. I don't know why I care so much. <laughs> I would imagine he's a human being and... Again, if he's stuck as a teenager, then probably. And he's probably just playing Sudoku puzzles all the fucking time. Like, that mansion looked run down as hell, man. It was pretty run down. And do you expect someone who's stunted in his growth and orphan? I mean, maybe Alfred should have hired some more staff. But I guess they were spending all the money on his cool cars and, and, and bad equipment. It's, it's insane. Like, the whole, the whole notion of Bruce Wayne is just insane to me whenever I think about it. But... No, I think our paths, our paths did a good job with what it was. I mean, I will go to the next level, and I think he, by being himself, elevated Bruce Wayne for me. Really? I'm not exaggerating. I think he was amazing as this Bruce Wayne character. I don't need another Tony Stark playboy who's secretly trying to save the world, right? Oh my like, God, I'm so sick of that. That's what I mean, right? Like, oh, it, guess what? He secretly bangs a lot of women. Ha ha. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> Well, do you think that maybe you liked Arpat so much because Ben Affleck was objectively terrible? I didn't deep dive those movies. I'd have to really watch and see. But do you want to rank Batman's now? I mean, sure. I mean, obviously, top for me is Arpat's. We're counting Adam West. We're counting Adam West. Yeah, I was about to say Adam West. Then Val Kilmer, because that was (laughs) awesome. Then probably George Clooney, because he had the nipples. Then Michael Keaton, because I wasn't allowed to watch that movie as a kid. That was like the one boundary my mom set that we weren't allowed to watch the 1989 Batman. It's so weird. We could do anything. We literally set things on fire. And we used to call these, um, we used to dig these deep, narrow holes in our front yard and call them ankle breakers in the hopes that someone would break their ankle on them. No, we weren't allowed to watch the Batman. So the 1989 Batman. So Michael Keaton... And then I'm going to rank Christian Bale because I I think he's an asshole. That whole screaming at people is awesome. Yeah. And then Ben Affleck's probably the end because I just don't like Ben Affleck because I once went to a Justin Bieber concert and I was wasted and we were in a box because my friend got tickets and I talked to the woman who was serving us because I kept buying wine, obviously. And she said Ben Affleck was the only celebrity that was just deeply rude to her. So I don't like Ben Affleck. I need to really do a rewatch. Again, I love Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton and our pets are probably top for me. You got to pick a side. You can't just tie them. Pick a side, Brian. I I think I was, I'm just, you know, this is Twilight podcast. So I'm going to go our pets. I think it was awesome. Ben Keaton. I I wasn't ranking Adam West, but I'm going to say Adam West. Got you. Christian Bale. Oh, really? No. So my wife from the other room 
yelled Val Kilmer. She wanted him to be in a higher position than he is. But I'm pretty. Uh, val- he's pretty high up for me. Yeah, he, he was Kate's second or third. I'm putting Val Kilmer last to punish. What? To punish. What's what wrong with you, <laughs> Clooney? Uh, okay, let me. I'm sorry, I'm writing my list. Well, down. Val Kilmer was the Arpats of his day. Was Val Kilmer the Arpats of his day? No, he was not. Yes, he was a pretty boy who cut his teeth doing like pretty boy roles like top secret who then went deeply weird like with the doors and that movie where he's on the reservation and people could you oh my god could you imagine our pats playing jim morrison i could you would be phenomenal at that amazing amazing oh please make that movie yeah no val kilmer was the Arpats of his day a pretty boy who wasn't respected but had deep artistic cred all right i'll put him over Clooney. i mean the bat nipples are awesome too though <laughs> So I have R. Pats, Michael Keaton, Adam West, Christian Bale, Affleck, Val Kilmer, Clooney. Ugh. Affleck's last. Yeah. Affleck's last. Yes. That's what the wife said as well. Affleck was terrible. <laughs> you know which Batman I liked, but I don't really remember much of? Remember the animated series? Oh, and no, animated series is great. I'm just not, I don't want to say nerdy enough. That sounds bad, but no, it's true, right? Like there are people who, know every episode of the animated series and can tell you like oh in season two episode three he does this or does that like i can't do that but the animated series to some including friends of mine that's like the end all be all and that's why like affleck apparently compared more to the animated series than the comic book one robert pattinson is very close to modern comic book interpretations of bruce wayne that's what i've been told well all i remember is that batman tv show because I used to watch it as a kid because it came out at 5 p.m. and there's literally nothing else to watch, was that it taught me that you can't read in dreams. Really? Is that true? Well, I don't know. That's what the Batman cartoon said. It was basically like it was someone trying to read a newspaper and it was all gobbledygook. Like, you can't read in dreams. You can interpret what it's saying, but you can't technically read in dreams is what that cartoon said. Now, whether that's true or not, I don't know. I've never got to verify it. Yeah, I don't think I've ever read in a dream. Interesting. Well... I'll let you know. I'll report my findings. <laughs> okay, so uh, you thought of this category, Kate, or just, I guess, a fun game that we can play from time to time. Okay. Um, little, uh, little debate session, kind of a Twilight versus thing. And uh, I don't know, we can think of a cool name for this segment, but we have to talk about this. Who would win in a fight, right? Edward Cullen or... Batman. This oh, Batman. Easily Edward Cullen. Not even... Oh, come on. Edward Cullen has a bloodlust. He only ever tried to kill killers. He can probably justify the Batman as a killer, especially before he has his Jesus moment at the end of the movie. 100% Edward Cullen would win in this fight. He's immortal, and or whatever, and Bruce Wayne as Batman is not. So it's kind of an unfair fight. However, there are, there are a lot of similarities. They both like to hang out at night. Both potentially virgins. <laughs> I have to say, Batman has a cooler car. Do never shit on Edward Cullen's Volvo. <laughs> I like Volvos. My mom had one. But the Batmobile beats a Volvo. Come on. Not if you're Edward Cullen, because he has enough money, he could have bought a Batmobile, and he still chose a Volvo. You know, Batman also has some Jacob similarities, because he seems to be an apt mechanic, and Edward just buys his toys. I mean, fair enough, but why would he ever get his sparkle hands dirty? Well, that's why I, I, yes, I know Edward would win. He's super powerful that he breaks the bed when he has sex with Bella and he breaks everything (laughs) he runs into. But I'm going to give a puncher's chance to Batman because, well, I just think Batman can get down and dirty. Well, I was about to say, you know who he could take in a fight is Jacob. You think so? Oh, yeah. Yeah. One Batman against an oversized wolf? Come on. The bat and the wolf? Yeah, man. Just run it over. Are these worlds compatible? Do you think that Twilight could exist in the world of Gotham City? Could Gotham City exist in the world of Twilight? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Why do you think the Cullens are in Forks and not Gotham City? <laughs> because they're afraid of Batman. So that maybe maybe Batman can beat Edward. Well, I think it's more... Well, okay, Let's if we're going to get into this... The Volturi would have to have some sort of deal with Batman, right? Because if he's out there in the night fighting the creatures of the dark, in theory, he's going to enter. Actually, I'm, I'm, no, the Volturi would take care of the Batman. They would not let him hunt vampires at night. Huh. 
Interesting. They keep it deeply relegated. Like, they regulated. The Volturi would kill the Batman because he could not withstand, like, a bunch of vampires. He's fighting groups in here, but yeah, groups of vampires. How about groups of wolf boys? I'm going to give him a fighting chance. if he's. But doesn't the Batman not use guns typically? Because that's going to bone him. Yeah, no, he doesn't really use guns, right? He, like, fights with martial arts and... No, you need guns against a bunch of wolf boys. And, like, spikes on his suit and stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, if, he, if he'll use a gun or if he'll use, like, he needs to use a gun. That riddle-solving bullshit's not going to help him for, um, you know, going up against the wolf boys. Who would be better at solving the riddles? Batman or Edward Cullen? Alice. Well, Alice is not a choice here. Of course, Alice knows everything that's going to happen. She saw the Batman years ago in her head. Um. Well, okay, here's the question. Is Edward Cullen and the Batman side by side doing this? Or is it separately? Because hmm. Edward Cullen's just going to use his mind-reading capabilities and hear what the Batman comes up with. Okay, well then, no, not side by side. You know what? I think it's still Edward Cullen. All he does is read and be sexually frustrated. The Batman has to sleep. Edward Cullen doesn't. True. Plus, like a hundred years old. <laughs> the Iceberg Lounge, which is the Penguins Club in the film. Are you serious? That's what it was called? I believe so. Oh, for fuck's sake. You're like, oh, I love Adam West Batman. What? It's called the Iceberg Lounge? <laughs> Did you watch Oh, no, Adam that's... Just, no, 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 no. That's okay for the 60s kish. That's not okay for 2022 gritty. Fine. Would you rather party at the Iceberg Lounge or the club below the club? Or the club within the club, whatever it was called. You know how there was like a secondary club? Are you surface level raver? Or are you wanting to party with the true gangsters and the people who control the city? Can I be really honest? Neither. I'd rather be drunk outside on the sidewalk or at home safely etsying. I'm a big believer. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes, don't start now, won't be none. So I typically would never associate with gangsters because... What, you're going to see someone get murdered now you're murdered? That's no fun. Do you have a thing for strays? That's my next question. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? I find strays all the time and rescue them. Do you have cat woman energy? Could you potentially? No, I have penguin energy. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. How how many years have you known me now? I'm just asking these Batman-related questions. Um, No, I'm definitely... If I'm any Batman character, it's going to be... It really could be the penguin. That's so sad. That's so sad. Just belligerent. I'm like always like a little outside of like the mix. Nobody, <laughs> not a tier one villain, but like enough to be annoying, but nothing more than that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm, I think I'm the penguin. Fair enough. Okay. So if you, if we assume that our paths is Batman and, and Batman forever, no pun intended. Hey, you have to cast the rest of, the Batman with Twilight actors. Interesting. Who is your penguin, I guess? Who's the penguin with the Twilight actor? Oh, I know. Um, hmm. Oh, it has to be Michael uh, Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like he might be more that John Turturro character because he was like more. Well, no. Are we are we casting this to be good or are we casting this to be chaotic and true our Pat's energy? Whatever you want. All right. So, so he's. He's the penguin. Who's the Riddler then? Ooh, who's the Riddler? <laughs> you know who would be really bad is Emmett. Emmett, yeah. Oh my god. Just big himbo energy. They're like, you can't get laid, really, dude. So people right. online have been like, oh my god, we love Zoe Kravitz, but imagine if K Stu was Catwoman. They have automatic mm-hmm. chemistry, right? But I have one for you, Kate. What if we get Robin in the second film and he's Taylor Lautner? I would die. <laughs> First off, Taylor Lautner is like 30. So I think Robin has to be a little younger because that would be fucking amazing. And they just have the same dynamic where they're just sniping at each other. Yeah, that. how good would that be? Like, I just came from the circus. I might be your ward, Batman, but you don't own me. The juxtaposition of a 30-year-old man being adopted <laughs> by a 35-year-old man who's probably a virgin. Yeah, no, I'm down. That'd be awesome. I know he's 30, and I know it's not going to happen, but I really could see Taylor Lautner as Robin. He has just Robin vibes to me. Oh, just always the younger kid brother? Yeah. Never grown up? Chip I, on I his really- shoulder, but in shape, you know? 
Yeah, just like I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, what would cast Case do as um as the Catwoman? Who would you cast? Oh, who who should we do? I mean, Anna Kendrick would be woefully miscast, but funny. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> or we could always do my bitch Rosalie. Rosalie. Hmm. Or you know who would be really bad would be Dakota Fanning. Dakota Fanning. Yeah, let's go Dakota Fanning as Catwoman. No chemistry whatsoever. Oh, boy. <laughs> and I take it back. I put Casey as the Riddler. hey Oh, that's good. I like that. She'd be a good Riddler. Absolutely. That's a good call. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be the best call. Before we take care of some business, any other uh, Twilight, the Batman-related things you wanted to discuss? I mean, I'm just going to say this, and maybe we were spoiled with Twilight, but a movie has not had a really good soundtrack in a long time, and the Batman is no exception. You were not a fan of the playing Nirvana three times? and I mean, that's not like a soundtrack. That's just like a Gen Xer, which by the way, I've now blocked the term Gen X on Twitter because I'm so sick of Gen Xers being like, I'm Gen X, don't forget about me. I'm like, the whole fucking 90s were about you. <laughs> um yeah, I, I'm not impressed by a Gen X white guy playing Nirvana three times. Give me a good movie sound. The last good movie soundtrack I've heard was uh, Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. Nice. That's yeah. a good soundtrack. I listened to that soundtrack. There you go. So soundtrack critique. I get it. I like it. So I hope this fulfilled all your wildest dreams of what the Batman Twilight crossover world could be. I hope uh, the Batman fans give the <gasps> the Twilight a chance. Wait, wait, wait. We have to go back to one thing. You know who I'd have play the uh, Chief Gordon? Oh, who? Harley Swan. Oh, my God. Yes. So I I like Jeffrey Wright, but give me Charlie in this role. Just Right? Especially if he's drunk all the time, too. Like, he wasn't Twilight. <laughs> oh, I love it. Drunk Charlie trying to figure this out. Like, the Riddler stuff is just going way over his head, even though it's pretty easy to solve. But if you think about it, a drunk, beleaguered cop makes the most sense of why you'd be like, well, fuck it. Let's just put a light on this guy. See if the bad guy comes and does it. Well, yeah. Like, you know, like I could just see Charlie drinking his Rainier beer, putting that light on. Like, maybe this guy will solve it. Sort of. Right? And then he cracks another beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. On that note, I-, I hope people give Twilight a chance. If they're the Batman fans, we you're right. We know that our twihards out there have given the Batman a chance. So uh, I'm looking forward to more of it. A couple other things, though, before we get out of here. A lot of people have sent me this. We've talked about it, you and I, Kate. We are both well aware that Ashley Green has a podcast, The Twilight Effect, um, yeah. where, she, where she's uh, spilling some interesting things, I suppose, about the filming of that. Every celebrity now is going back to their old projects and doing a podcast. We can't compete with that. We understand. But I'm going to ha- I'm going to have a listen and take some notes and when we get back to doing Twilight films, we'll maybe discuss some of the nuggets she supposedly has been given out there. You guys all realize she's doing this to sell those her weird girl boss NFTs, right? Don't diss NFTs. We might have Twilight uh, no. slum- slumber party NFTs. You wouldn't sell an NFT and be a, a billionaire because someone bought it. I would. Listen, I will sell a moron anything, but like, <laughs> they're just fucking ridiculous and they burn through rainforests. So, no. Oh, man. I take for granted that there might be first timers here. Ashley Green is, of course, Alice in the Twilight series. And now she's, uh, you know, again, spilling her guts on what happened on hashtag the set there. Boss. She's a hashtag girl boss. Hashtag girl boss. Um, we would be remiss if we just focused on our pets today, but we're going to end it with him because don't worry, Case 2 fans, we are well aware what turn she took recently in Spencer. Oh, yeah. We're going to watch and talk about Spencer on an episode soon because while our pets has joined the fanboy heaven in 2022, Case 2 has been nominated for a freaking Oscar in a weird movie. I, and listen, I have a bone to pick with what you just said as talking to the Case 2 fans. We are Case 2 fans. Oh yeah, of course. Of course. I fucking love me some Case 2. I probably like Arpats more because I always go for chaos over like the straight character and she typically pays, plays like the straight man. But no, I love me some Case 2. Kristen Stewart, Oscar nominated for playing Diana, Princess Diana in this wild... Did you see Spencer yet? No, I was... 
You know what I did all weekend. <laughs> Watch Spencer Kate so we can talk about it. It's a wild movie. It's very different to the Batman. And we'll get that episode out to you guys soon because we want to do it before the Oscars. And, you know, if she wins it, we'll cu- I don't think she will. But if she wins. I think she will. I want her to, but oh, I'm just. Front runner, dude. I like to be surprised. You know, I like the pleasant surprise of her winning. I will be so happy for her. And what a year it would be if, you know, the Batman's a successful. She wins an Oscar. And all those previous Twilight haters have to look back at where they got their starts really and where they first made it big at twilight so i'm excited dude i am a huge princess die super fan as well so and on that episode we'll share uh your recent diana purchase which is wild but don't say it now <laughs> it got shipped by the way i'm so excited <laughs> it's so random but i can't wait <laughs> do you know how many people i said that to and only half of them were high and everybody loved it <laughs> It's <laughs> just so random, but you guys will have to tune into our Spencer episode of Twilight Slumber Party. Thank you guys for listening. Kate, this was an absolute blast. So fun to talk, to talk uh, our pets as the Batman. So uh, where can people follow you online? Uh, you can find me at Hudson Kate, unless you are a Batman fanboy. And then you can just go tweet Zack Snyder your feelings. I'll have all the... Uh, social media set up for the new pod when this episode comes out so stay posted for that i might just put like an insert here of (laughs) what that information is or do it a little bit after so at twilight slumber on twitter at twilight slumber party on instagram you'll get that info so start following us there as well and you can follow my personal twitter at Oh my Rodriguez. I know it's bad, but I just want it to be wacky with this. I like it. Honestly, like I think you should have gone for some of the other ones that were deeply inappropriate. But yeah, no, this one. No. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, and also follow High School Slumber Party. Listen uh, to the previous Twilight episodes as they move over to the new feed sometime soon. I'm still waiting on the delivery of a logo, so hopefully that comes in and we'll, you know, uh see where this goes. But I'm excited for it and uh Kate, once again, thank you. Thank you for making it to episode day. And we'll, we'll, we'll coordinate the next episode. I mean, in my defense, I just fell asleep the last time. <laughs> but it wasn't after a hard weekend or anything like that. Oh, of course not. It absolutely was. Daylight savings as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>